Hello and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Ellie Malik. I'm Matt. And we're so happy to have you with us today. We are. So honey, what is uh, what is something that's been going on in your life that you're excited about? Well, I can tell you something that's driving me crazy. What's driving you crazy? Okay, so we rented a game for our son today. Um, it's summertime, and we thought it'd be fun for them to Yay, have, summer, summer, summertime. have a little video game for a couple of days. And it's Batman 3. Yeah. Or Lego Batman. A Lego Batman game. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about I come home to do this podcast. And I yell at you and I for get, getting this And game. I'm like in a good mood. I'm like, I'm excited <laughs> about the topic we're going to talk about today. I had just spent, I don't know how long, <laughs> on the internet trying to Google how my six-year-old son supposed to get through this Batman game. Why are they so complicated? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it would be easy for me, but I was at work. Oh, it'd be easy for well, you? No, I'm an expert gamer. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm like not even close you to semi-pro. You have to but unlock Legos and then build suits and then pull levers and blast walls and Sounds fun. solve puzzles and... Sounds like Gabe's wheelhouse. The right only there. problem is he can't read the little tips. I mean, they're not even that great at tips. Yeah. I as, could barely figure it out. And I'm a, I don't know how old woman. <laughs> you don't know how old you are? I do, but. I could tell everybody. Anyways. But I won't. It was so frustrating. Life. I just remember when I was little, we had Super Mario Kart. That was a fun game. Like. That was a fun game, and you knew what to do. Yeah. There's like two options, fast or faster. And speaking of which, hey, Gabe, you want to say hi to all our listeners? No? Okay. He came in the room. There's fast or faster, and, you know, you win the race or you don't win or whatever. Yeah. Or what was the other uh, Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. You go one direction, (laughs) you jump on some blocks. It's not a third dimension. You hit a flower. Yeah. Or something. You hit a block. You get some stars or whatever. Like, yeah. it's not hard to get. <laughs> it's not brain science. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's the world of gaming. They don't make games I like that as much I do not like more. video games. Really? Yeah. You've never told that to me in our 17 years of marriage. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of time, in my opinion. So, yeah, she's talking to a man who who has enjoyed video games a time or two in his life. So, mm, Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Not my favorite thing. What's going on with you, honey? What's been going on? Well, we had a very busy weekend. Um, we went to a conference in Nashville. It was called the Moore Conference. Um, and it was it was very interesting and very good. I enjoyed it. What did you think about it? I loved it. We had, there was worship from Bethel Church yeah. in Redding, California. And it was amazing. And um, the Grace Center worship was amazing as well and um the speaker was name was kale mumby yeah and he was super good he was really great Uh uh-oh brayden just stepped into the room you want to say say hi hi Hi, how's your how's your summer going good that's awesome yeah He rented a new video game. He's really liking it. Yep. He doesn't need mom's help for that no, game. No, I don't think so. You got it down? Yeah. It's a uh, Hey, speak into the mic, buddy. It's You have to you have, you have to speak into the mic. Rocket League. Yeah, it's like cars play, playing soccer. soccer. Yeah. All right. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. Why don't you go on upstairs while we do our Yeah. All right. Okay. So So, yeah, yeah Kale and he did an excellent job and um 
Yeah, it was really good. He had some amazing testimonies and just of how God's moving and working and just really encouraging. So what did you think? I enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect going in, I'll be honest with you, Um, because I've never heard of this guy before. I've only the only people I knew of are the people from Bethel and they weren't even there for the whole weekend. They came in like after two sessions, but the worship team that was before them, I really enjoyed. I mm-hmm. thought I yeah, they honestly, were all good. honestly, I, I mean, I enjoy, I really did thoroughly enjoy the Bethel people being there, but I thought this team could do just, would do just fine the whole week mm-hmm. for all I care. Yeah. That was really good. The whole time. And, uh, it was really interesting. Um, you know, during the worship, God would be speaking to me and I'd write some stuff down in the notebook and then it'd be along the lines of what he would be speaking about to us. It was really cool. That's it was cool. Confirmation how did God. you, how did that work? Did God just kind of whisper it? It was sort of like... It's not like an audible voice, right? No, no, it's not like an audible voice. It's more, for me, it's more of impression, a thought, I, and, but it's, his voice is different than my voice in my head. And I'm not crazy, people. I, I don't hear tons of voices in my head. But, you know, you know you, you have your own voice in your head telling you when you go through the day, you're thinking things through. Mm-hmm. And there's a diff- and the Holy Spirit for me is just a different voice. I know that voice. I've known it for years. And, uh, and so I would write something down. Or sometimes I'm not even sure it's the Holy Spirit. I think it might be me, so I'll write something down. And then it would be confirmed. I'm like... I was I was almost freaking out at lunch one day. I was like that one on the first day, and I was yeah, that is so neat. So God, you felt like God was speaking to you during worship, and then um, the speaker mm-hmm. would like confirm what you felt like he said or yeah. challenge you on that point as well. Yeah, so that's amazing, and um, I think that was worth the conference in and of yeah. itself. Yeah, so. and then it, it was also a blast because I got to get away with you for a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's just me. It and was you. a little busy though. Like I mean, it was when you check out of your hotel and then you have a break from a conference. You you gotta like yeah, like what do we do? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> like and you're tired. And if if I was it, pretty tired. And that one break was like what a five hour break? I don't know. It was more. No, break? it was like three, but. It was just, it felt long. And and so hanging out in your car is like no fun yeah. for three hours. I mean, you could walk around, but I was so tired. Yeah. Kind of a wimp. A little bit. Because the people we were hanging out with, they were tired and they went back to the hotel. Yeah. And so, but, so we, just, uh, but uh, we had a blast We with did. And we it, did. it was so amazing to see our friends from uh, Tennessee and uh, just want to give a big shout out to Mr. Mike and Miss Sissy yes. because lovely people just talking with them just felt like home like mm-hmm. like we like no time had passed even though it's been like 20 years not and, 20 years it's well been, 97 yes but we saw them a couple. i know like we've few, seen them yeah. no we've seen them over the years but it's probably the most we've hung out with them though in a long time yeah and it was amazing and it felt really good yeah and i loved it they're the best huggers. They have like the best mom, <laughs> mom and dad hugs ever. And I felt like celebrities at that church because we were hanging out with them. I know they're because everyone loves them and wants yeah. to talk to them. Yeah, that's fun. It was weird. You're like, hey, meet this person. Hey, meet this. That person. was fun. And I wasn't. I mean, I was kind of not wanting to meet anybody. I just wanted to, to be, be anonymous. This is the first time I've gone to something where there's not a lot of people there that know me. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a. It's just almost everything I go to is in Indiana. Where people and, just know you. It's and it's not that like minister stuff where yeah. I have all my ministry friends. And and speaking of which, I went to district council after that. Yeah, you turned trip. around and left like, like within 12 hours. Sunday, yeah, I preached Sunday morning. The message is online if you want to listen to it. And um, <laughs> I preached Sunday morning and then I turned, well, we had graduation Sunday, which was a tearjerker for me. 
uh, we had some great guys that just graduated and and then um and then man I'm, I'm tearing up thinking about that sunday morning and Honey, then no. sorry and then okay. i preached and then i turned around and i left for district council up in fort wayne indiana and uh where an amazing speaker um spoke his name is uh, pastor choco de jesus from chicago and uh he did an incredible job and uh pastor don gifford our district superintendent he of course, he always does a great job making everybody feel loved and welcome and uh, ran the business meeting very smoothly. And so it's been a long few days for it you. It has been. It has five, been yeah. five or six days. So but what did you did you enjoy the uh, district council? When we say district, we mean the Indiana, Indiana district, district of, of the Assemblies, Assemblies of God. God. Yeah. Um, there was a message that uh, Pastor Choco preached that really challenged me. Um, and I felt like the reason why it challenged me is because part of it sort of was confirming some of the things that God had done. It's been speaking to me at, at, uh, the other conference we went to in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And so here's like within three days, I'm hearing two or three messages of the same, like sort of pushing me in the same direction and challenging me. And, and, uh, I ended up at the altar weeping and crying and just going after God. And I I just didn't care. I was like, God, I hear you. Mm -hmm. I hear you on this. And, and the main thing is that he talked about that really challenged me was about engaging our culture. What, I don't, what do you mean by that, yeah. right? Um, what I mean is if you see something that's going on that shouldn't be going on, that's against the Bible or against, against what we believe, not, not coming up and, and fighting it and, and opposing it and beating it down, but engaging it and, saying, and making your voice heard. Mm-hmm. As a pastor especially, it's my job to make my voice heard, and it's my calling to make my voice heard. As a follower mm-hmm. of Jesus, I'm supposed to get have make Jesus's voice heard through my voice. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jesus he engaged culture. He he went to um, the woman at the well and yeah. he engaged with her. He didn't. He didn't. I mean, he could have made her feel like the worst person in the world, but because he knew all her secrets. But instead of her feeling affected negatively, she was infected positively. You know. Um, the disciples, they, they engaged the culture where they're at. They spoke into it. They were bold to the leaders in the book of Acts when they were brought before the Sanhedrin. They were bold before them and engaged the culture at that time. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we're called to engage the culture. And, one, and some of the things he said that really challenged me is that we tend to either withdraw from culture, withdraw like saying, it's not, that's not my business, it doesn't affect me, so whatever, mm-hmm. um, or to viciously oppose it like fight it like and and be like be jerks about it mm-hmm. you know and or uh what was it and then engage so but the one for me that really struck me was the fact that i got convicted by the holy spirit that i have been i i tend to with be the withdrawal mm. type person yeah um i'm not bold enough to speak up for what i feel like god is wanting me to say at that moment mm-hmm. and um and I've had a lot of thoughts. I have notebooks full of things that I've thought of the time, but I've never made those thoughts heard. I've never spoke them out. Now it's too late for half of them because they're past, but a lot of them had to do back when President Obama was president of the United States and and how we were treating him and as Christians. A lot, not when I say we, just not all Christians, but some vocal Christians were, or some people that I know were speaking disrespectfully of our president mm. and... I mean, I didn't, I wasn't a fan by any stretch, I'll be honest, but 
I respected him. I honored mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. that's that was what his position. De- that's what the Bible demands of us. And mm-hmm. and so as a Christian, I should have spoke out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I saw other things happening, I should have spoke out, even if I had a voice that wasn't very loud. Mm-hmm. I um, guess sometimes I don't speak out because I think, well, it's not going to do any good. Yeah. And that's that was my thinking, mm-hmm. is my voice... I'm just one little youth pastor in mm-hmm. Southern Indiana. What kind but of difference can I make? But maybe it's not our responsibility to. Maybe it's not our responsibility to make sure we're heard, but just yeah, just speak our what we feel like God's telling us, and then mm-hmm. let God handle the rest. Yeah, and that that is our job. And and I know as a youth pastor, yet yeah, I may not have the biggest stage in the world. But I do have a stage. I do have a platform. I do have a place where I can speak from into mm-hmm. some young people's lives. I guess thinking about that, a lot of people, you know, they don't have a huge stage in their place of employment or yeah. your stay-at-home mom. But you do have a stage. You have, you know? a, yeah. You have. You've a, got your kids, or you've got your coworkers. Even if it's five ears that hear what you're mm-hmm. saying, I mean, it's five. That's five more ears hearing the truth. It'd be six if it was, or six, yeah, or whatever, it'd be whatever even number. No, it'd be eight because six is the devil's number. What? I'm kidding. You're six, crazy. six, six. Anyway, Whatever. I'm being silly. Um, so that's that's what challenged me. I remember, and I just what was odd, and I was telling our worship pastor about this on the way home when we were coming back. I was like, when during worship, I felt like the Lord said, "You're going down for the altar call today, tonight." I said, "Okay," <laughs> and then he had an altar call for like, and if you have sin in your life, if you have all this oh, stuff, man. I'm going forward because. I mean, and technically, I mean, I guess I was... Disobedience. Yeah, I was not being obedient to speaking out. So, I mean, that is a sin in a way. But I was like, God, I want to be... But I, I bolted to that altar. Yeah. I was the first one. I, I think I cut a lady off. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just stepped out quickly. I can quickly just see you now, aisle. like, elbowing people down to the altar. So, I'm Get down there on my, my face and crying and weeping. and Because God... It started out with, okay, God, I repent. And then... I repent. Then I tears were flowing down my Aww. eyes and my cheeks and off my nose and there's no tissues oh, nearby. No. And so I was like it's dripping gross. everywhere of tears. And, and then I look up when Pastor Choka said, All eyes on me. Look at me. I look up and everybody's was standing at the altar and I was the only one oh. on my face. So I was like, Thank you, Jesus, for not letting me open my eyes. You I know what? That's good for you because I think sometimes at those district events you get a little nervous about yeah. you know wanting to look good in front of the other pastors. I mean, this is your coworkers, yeah. so to speak. And yeah, there's some pride there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I get it. You want, everybody wants to, you know, look good in front of people or whatever, yeah. but that's you, you know, putting God first in that moment. Yeah, so which I is something he's been, ch- and, and going back to those other ones, it's like I felt like God has been challenging me already to spend more time listening to him, spend more time, actively seeking him and not letting other things sort of interrupt mm-hmm. like not spending so much time watching not even bad shows on like they're decent shows on netflix or hulu or whatever but not spend so much time at night doing that spend more time with him mm-hmm. spend more time allowing myself to be convicted by spirit led by a spirit to engage our students um more and, and don't get me wrong i i do speak preach about against sin in our youth group i do speak against but I, I think I need to be more bold and be more specific. And if I see something that I feel like may be going wrong, to stand up. Yeah. Because who knows if you're the only one, 
you may you may be listening. You may be the only one that stands up and speaks truth to somebody in a certain situation, and mm-hmm. they may need that desperately at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, I got convicted, and I was thinking about my boys. I was when I was at the altar. I was like, God, I want to make sure I engage in culture so my boys aren't afraid to. Mm-hmm. I want them to see their daddy standing up for truth, standing up for God, mm-hmm. and and not. And so I, uh, it was so. This has been a big week for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what God's doing, but he's doing something different in my heart. That's and I'm awesome. excited and scared at the same time. <laughs> I'll be honest. Here's me being real. Yeah. So. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid, but I'm scared. I guess what I'm scared of is I'm scared of change a little bit. Yeah. And I'm not sure what kind of change I'm talking about. It could just be my change in my heart and my attitude and how I speak to people yeah. and address people. But. Um, I think when we get afraid of of change when in, re- in regards to God changing things we need to look back at all the good things he's done and how things have actually improved because of whatever he was doing so is there a moment that you could think of where what are some situations i guess that you would that you could think of where you feel like engaging culture would be a good thing or something that we need to do more of as christians um, I don't necessarily think social media is the best place. No, I don't either. Cause that's, I think sometimes it's fruitless, but I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe with some people. I guess it's maybe with Facebook Live, it's not as fruitless anymore if you do something like that. Because people can see your face and hear your tone. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it does Maybe it does bear some fruit with some people. But um, I think relationships, um, just trying to not always... Um, go with the flow but if you feel like it's flowing the wrong direction to just kind of speak up i mean i don't think you have to get in people's faces or by any no. means and, and that's what i mean by engaging culture it doesn't mean we're getting in people's faces and saying mm-hmm. you're a sinner you're going to hell turn or burn um but being what you know i mean I, i'll go back to the woman at the well jesus engaged in her with her in conversation mm-hmm. he asked her questions and then he revealed, he 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 prophesied to her, mm-hmm. and then and she but she already felt loved and accepted, but engaged at the same time, mm-hmm. and she, it led to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a perfect example of what engaging culture, I believe, is looks like, is doing, is basically doing something because you can't just Choco Pastor Choco. He talked about some other things that he did, like he's rescued. Over, their church has rescued over 600 prostitutes and they have them at a farm, like they've developed a farm for them to work at to, to get some skills to get in the world. But he couldn't, he didn't want to just break the, the strong stranglehold of prostitution in his area. He wanted to do something about helping them. And that's engaging culture. Mm-hmm. When you're actually making a difference rather than just making statements. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, some action. Yeah, there. there's action that, follows the words mm-hmm. we need to be responsible for what we say we need to be mm-hmm. responsible for helping bring I think, about change and also i think we should always say it in a loving way yeah but engaging culture will well when you engage culture you're going to help bring about change you're not going to make does that make sense mm-hmm. you're going to help bring it about so you're taking responsibility for those things that need to change which really just stabbed me in the heart because i realized that there's times where i'll preach and i won't Maybe I'm not always doing everything I preach. And so if I'm going to tell my kids to raise money for missions, I better try to raise money for missions myself. If I'm going to ask people to witness, I better be witnessing mm-hmm. myself. 
I think you are doing a fundraiser for I missions am. this week. By the time this recording is live, I would have already done that fundraiser because it should be live oh, on yeah, Friday. Oh, yeah, tomorrow night. So, but um, you know what? If you're listening and you want to support my Jumping Jack Challenge, Yay. I believe the video will be on Facebook still, and I'll still share it probably the yeah, next. I'll, just I'll make sure I share Matt. it on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. And so that way you can watch it again. Fast forward to the end. You don't have to watch the whole thing. It'd be awesome if um, you, you were interested uh, contact Matt and uh, what he's doing is he's I'm he, raising money for missions for Speed the Light, which is the Simla's God. Uh, yeah. And one thing that we're raising money for Speed the Light, what Speed the Light, it, it helps speed the light to those that don't know Jesus um, through vehicles or sound equipment. But one thing that they're doing now is they are helping out these churches in Africa and other areas that are in a very dangerous regions for Christianity. Mm-hmm. And um, they have men who are going and planting churches, some of them losing their lives for this because they're, they're, they're just, it's a dangerous area to go. And what, they're, what we're doing is we're buying tablets for them that have their Bible and other curriculum and other things to help them learn to... Uh, so it's a very practical way It's a very practical help. way to help them. Now, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be doing as many jumping jacks as I can do in a half hour. Okay. And how many do you think you can do? My goal is 2,000. What? Yeah. Right now, I'm at about 1,500 in a half hour. I, I did that last week, but I'm realizing that I'm getting old, <laughs> so I can't do this multiple times in a week because my whole shoulders and my calves and my feet and everything oh. just ache for like four days So afterwards. tomorrow or, well... Friday. You'll see a video on Facebook... Where Matt's yeah. going to have done as many jumping jacks as he can in 30 minutes. And then do people pledge per jumping jack or how does or that work? they can pledge per jumping jack. Or just give a flat amount. Or give a flat amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a Facebook Live video today. Today's Wednesday. I did fa- And I just, on the Facebook Live video, I said, listen, I'll even do it for if only you raise five bucks. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So if you gave like one cent, one cent per jack, per jack would be it'd like be twenty bucks. Twenty bucks if I hit two thousand. A penny a jack, people. Penny a jack. Give a penny a jack. Unless you're feeling really generous and do and a ten dollars a jack, that'd be awesome. <laughs> a dollar a jack. Dollar a jack. Give me two thousand dollars. <laughs> so. Well, I hope that you get as many jumping jacks as you can, yeah. and I hope that. And this you is my way money. of showing my kid, showing my sons, but also showing my Your youth teenagers. group, showing my youth group that, um, you know, their youth pastors going to put his money, put his energy where his mouth is. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm engaging, I'm engaging culture in a way yeah. with these jumping jacks. Well, I hope that it goes great, babe. Yeah. Good job. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up and let's go ahead and pray. Yeah. If you have any questions, go to www.eaglesviewchurch.com and hit the Contact Us button, and it'll you can send us an email. Yeah, any questions, comments, concerns, topic yeah. ideas, send them our way. You can follow us on Facebook as well, Matt Malik or Ellie mm-hmm. Malik. And you can subscribe M-I-L-E-K. to this podcast in iTunes. Search yes. for Meet the Maliks. Meet the Maliks. So, all right, well, Lord, I just... Uh, Thank you for this afternoon. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this time. I pray that you will use what we talked about today, Lord God, to challenge others who are listening today. I pray that that you will um, help us have a wonderful weekend and uh, a great next week and a great Memorial Day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.